We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is. Giancarlo Nava and Ryan Goins. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas, and we are coming to you live from Google Hangout because Jack Alfonso is a plebe and can't use Skype. Jack, why are we here? Because I have a Chromebook. Okay, you're, you're a mongrel, dude. Like, now you make life hard for us. We can't make anything work. I can't, we can all barely hear. Google Hangout gives us, like, seizures. We can fight through it. Sponsor us, Google. Yes. Oh, yeah, Google sponsor us. Yeah, sorry, take it back. Google Chrome, uh, Google Chromebook is the best. This TV podcast is brought to you by Google Chromebook. Not only do we have Mr. Jack Alfonso, but we have Mr. Heat Twitter President Alf. We have Leif. We have Christian. And we have Alex Toledo and Brian. Featuring Brian. Hey. Um, hello. I guess I, like, we're so many people. Man. This, these are so hard for the audience that doesn't know. Like When we have this many people, it's so hard. There's really no plan that goes behind us, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But on the bright side, there's a uh, Boshi Bear news. Uh, I guess Leif, I want to ask you because you've been the one that's kind of been very vocal about this Chris Boss stuff. And actually, you and Christian had a really interesting discussion about how you guys may feel that this is PR. Like the Heat lost a lot of PR with the Dwayne stuff, and now they're doing this Boss stuff to kind of get some back. Yeah, well, it's tough. I kind of flip-flop back and forth about it because on one hand, it's been a pretty damaging summer uh, with everything that happened with Dwayne and and not, you know, catching the whale and things of that nature. So, you know, you start to think about uh, damage control from a PR standpoint, from a fan standpoint, and you wonder if they would maybe um, cave a little bit and be a little more lenient towards the idea of getting Chris Bosh back out on the court just for – some sentimental reasons, but then, you know, as, as I kind of navigate this news, as it comes tweet by tweet from Barry or whoever it may be there, uh, there's parts of me that also think that a lot of this may just be 
a lot of um, talk that uh, when it comes down to it, I don't know that he'll be cleared. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's really murky at this point. Do you think that this is the lowest, I guess, the weakest Riley's PR-ness has been in, at least since the 2000s? PR-ness? PR-ness, is that a word? No, because I, I guess, like, in terms of just, like, trust with the fan base, right? Like, it's probably as flimsy as it's ever been. In the social media area, I would era, I would say yeah, but uh, when we lost to the Knicks, you know, years and years over and over again, had that had Twitter been around at that time and social media and the the heightened level of media coverage and scrutiny, I don't know that he would have survived that. I think that that fans would have probably called for his head. So, oh, you um, think so? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty apparent that if you lose three, four years in a row to the same team you probably are going to blow everything up entirely. And he was the head coach at that time and president. So, but you know, like if we're talking about the here and now and, and the era that we live in, yeah, I would say that this is probably when the most skeptics have had meat to chew on <laughs> for lack of a better term. <laughs> Can I say that? Disgruntled I'm, I'm, about. I'm a little embarrassed that I was the only one that laughed that hard at the f- flimsy PRness joke. Yeah, it was a bad joke, and you laughed. Oh, no, that's that is a great joke. So if disappointed Nikai- in you, dude. If only Nikias was here, he would have really, he would have enjoyed that. Nikias is at church being a better person than we are tonight. Well, than all of us. <laughs> that is true. Uh, Daisy Dukes, what do you think? <laughs> you answer. You know who you are. <laughs> Daisy Dukes, you know who you are. Speak up so the audience knows what your new name is. He's so he's refuses. Should be a new Twitter handle now. Is he doing this on purpose? Something's wrong with his mic. No, he's just smi- is it, no, he's not even talking. He's smirking. He's just, wait, he's staring at the microphone. Christian, what do you think? He's talking. No, we can't hear him. What happened is, is those tight shorts are cutting off the circulation to his vocal cords. <laughs> what happened was, is your not, is your mic not working or what? Yes, looks- no. I mean, he laughed at us jokes. Well, while he, while he's not talking, the explanation of why he's called Daisy Dukes is <laughs> because he showed ample thigh <laughs> on the video call when he sat down with his chip. Ample thigh. Ample thigh. Yeah, I mean, Riley's. This is this has got to be the lowest that I remember Riley's stock. I guess if you want to call it that's the such stock a better end. analogy. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I think the biggest thing that no one's really talking about, and I think it really will be a factor depending on what it is that they're saying to people, is you got to remember that the two guys that left here, Dwayne and LeBron, are have some of the best connections in the NBA when it comes to the other players. So the thing I'm really worried about is the kind of information that might be getting put out there on the Heat organization that might not necessarily be great. That's super skeptical, I know, and it's probably not happening, but you have to think about those kind of things. So I don't think Riley can mess around right now with the Chris Boss situation. The organization as a whole has to be by his side, and you know, pretty much if the doctors say he's good, they got to let him play. Like they don't, that, that's, not, that's not who they are. I mean, well, I think it's ultimately going to be decided by those joint doctors between the league and the uh, NBA PA. But if that doctor says he's good to play, I feel like, like, what are you going to do if that happens? I'm not of the camp that likes to accuse particularly sports people of malfeasance. However, do you think, and I, I guess I'll, I'll give this to Alf. Alf, do you think there's any validity to the idea that this is all, not an elaborate plan, but this has become a plan to push Bosch out either for cap space or make this a disaster to then trade for assets because that would be a 
a mighty convenient way to rebuild, right? Like you just flip him for young players, picks and stuff like that. No, I don't think I don't think it's any kind of master plan. I just think it's. Do you think like I think, I think, I think it's out? common sense, man? Like I just think I think they're thinking, hey, if Bosch can come back, great. But we just don't really think Bosch can come back. And there isn't no, like I I don't even think they're pushing him out or they're forcing him out. I just don't think any doctor in his right mind is going to clear him to play at this point. So it's not about pushing. It's not about malfeasance. It's not. It's not about any malevolent plan to to stop Bosch from playing basketball. It's just about, it's the simple facts of the matter. Now, on a PR standpoint, they're trying to look good, right? They're saying, you know, they're putting Bosch in promotional uh, material. Mickey's saying, looking good, CB, uh, all this stuff. But at the end of the day, I think they're, everyone's coming to the realization that Bosch will not be cleared to play by a doctor. So if, in, in, if that's the case, they're looking towards the future without Bosch. But is, isn't it looking like he is going to get cleared by a doctor? I don't know. Says who? I mean, he says... Bosch's camp? He says he's hopeful, and Arison's <laughs> tweeting out, see you in training camp. I mean, Dude, but I'm that's... Hopeful, like, that, I'm hopeful I win the lottery, bro. All right? I'm hopeful of a lot of things. The The reality is the reality is still the, the, the odds of me winning the lottery, correct? So it's the same thing with Bosch. He could be hopeful... Uh, of of get, getting cleared and hopeful of all these things, but if his plan is to take blood thinners in the morning and play in the evening, like that is not a that's not a plan that's going to work for anybody. Uh, Chris, what are you going to say? Yeah, I mean, and I think the root of the issue, which has been reported obviously by the local guys, but even by some of the, these national writers, is that there are some doctors. I think more of the doctors would lean on him not playing on blood thinners, obviously, but apparently there are some doctors that agree with these supposed blood thinners that fall out of your system within 10 hours and I guess would allow him to play without the the risks. And, you know, if there's even a few doctors that will agree with that, then all of a sudden you have, you know, you have like a contest. So then it'll ultimately come down to that, those doctors that are picked between the league and the players association. It's just, it's, I mean, like everybody's saying, it's an ugly situation that it's, I mean, ultimately the doctors will decide it. But But see, I don't even think it's going to be that, I I know it's going to get ugly, but it shouldn't be because it's going to be black and white at the end of the day. Either he gets clear to play, if he's clear to play, he will play for the Heat again. The Heat are not going to blackball him and block him from playing again. If he's cleared, he will play. But I think what they're getting is the sense from their doctors, the sense from every doctor that you, that it's on Twitter, that you talk to. Twitter doctors. Yeah, not even Twitter. I mean, real MDs is that after the second blood clot, you have to be on blood thinners. And if you have to be on blood thinners, you cannot play a contact sport. I mean, I think we're I think we're kind of there. Right. I mean, he's on. didn't they test him to see if he had the gene for reoccurring blood clot? Yeah. How would that work out? He blood clot reoccurred. So. But how do we know that it's not just a very random situation and again I, i'm just playing devil advocate i'm not a doctor and i don't know but i'm just asking the questions and and things that fans are probably thinking like what if this is just a random incident and it might be right there's always that possibility that it is i mean yeah but at the same time we had izzy on the show not too long ago and he spoke about the whole situation between bosch when it first came out and what did he say he's hoping that bosch is saying this is a whole fluke well, that's, I mean, that's, uh, I don't know. I mean, if it happens a third time, then that's it. It's the end of his career. I think at the third time, then you can start saying, okay, that's, there's something that, more. I here. mean, it's pressing his luck. If it happens a third time, well, there goes the heats. I mean, there goes your entire plan until 2018 now. Because, that's the problem if it happens a third they, time. And that's, because getting him off the books, right? 
Exactly, and and now that that might seem cold, and that might seem a, a, a like a, a just a business move, and it is it is a business move, and it's a it's a it's a business mentality. But man, like, could you imagine getting to All Star break next year, and once again, Bosch can't play? Like, they have to think about that going forward. I think that they're thinking about it, but um, there's also a part of me that. Uh, you know, right now there's a lot of gray area in terms of if he should play again or not. Even if this second clot is a fluke, um, the, the risk is still there, whether it's a fluke or not. The fact that he's had two of them in consecutive seasons. Um, the one thing about him playing, and I, I know that, you know, for the 2017 plan that everybody is, uh, you know, so, you know, looking forward to, this would kind of uh, get in the way of that. If he did get a third clot, provided that he, you know, obviously we don't want anything bad to happen to Chris Bosch. We want him to be healthy, but that will provide some closure and finality to this whole deal. Um, so, uh, you know, there's, I don't know if he's healthy and he can be cleared. They, I, I don't know. They may put him back on the court. What uh, if, what if just, doctors, what if doctors that he ha- like, who has to, what doctor has to clear him? An independent doctor. I don't know how that doctor is chosen or any of that stuff, but I know that uh, it has to be somebody that's not affiliated with the team or that the player has sought out. I just don't know what to think about the Chris Bosh situation right now. Uh, I kind of feel like if there's even like a 0.1% chance of him getting another blood clot, they're just not going to let him play, just considering Spoh's history in the Heat organization how careful they've been. Let me ask you a different question then. Would they want him to play considering that the two big lineups have not been this success story, if you will? I think if he can play and he can play safely, they'll happily play him, especially so. But then you're then you're playing max money. You're paying max money to two guys who don't complement each other. And that lower the pace because when you have both of them out there, you're not going to be able to play as fast like Spo wants. Meh. It's Chris Bosch. He's really cool. I mean, me. <laughs> Getting closer to the All Star break, when you did have Bosch and Hassan out there, they were improving as far as as far as pace and playing together. They that that is something that they can work out. That's not really what the issue is. The issue is if we get to All Star break and you know some can't play anymore. I mean, but the NBA is moving away from that too big stuff, you know, and, and if a team forces you to go small and they force either Hassan or Chris Bosh off the court, then you have fewer good options because they're, they're thin power forward wise. The, Justice Winslow is a power forward. OK, but if Justice can't shoot like you're really crippling your offense and then you're going to have to take Hassan out, which is going to hurt your rebounding. And if you remember before Hassan got there, they were a dreadful rebounding team. And I, I think the fit between the three of them. Wade, um, I'm sorry, Goran, Hassan, and Bosch doesn't help. Uh, a solution for Bosch may – there, a part of his solution in getting him back on the court may be a reduced role. So it may turn into that you don't have two big lineups. Maybe he is coming off the bench. And I know a $24 million bench player is not ideal, but we're in a situation where we have a guy who is making that much money that is a huge question mark. So, like, that's going to automatically be a huge issue – uh, going forward, no matter what. So if they can utilize him as the as a big off the bench in a you know in with the second unit, the other thing to think about with the two bigs in making it work is that 
we also were compounding that problem by having Dwayne Wade and Luol Deng out there that were not spacing the floor. Well, so Luke, if you're going to have did. two bigs, maybe having a few more shooters, maybe having Josh and Tyler take the next step or a Wayne Ellington, um, you know, these guys that can shoot from the edges, specifically the corners, maybe you open up space to where it begins to work more. I mean, if we're talking on court. Ideally, this this kind of stuff would work better with better shooters, of course. But last year, I mean, Dang was pretty decent from from three last year, and even without Dwayne in the lineups, and I'm gonna pull up those numbers right now. It's not like they were playing real fast and real well either with the three man lineup of Gore and Hassan and Chris Bosh. Yeah, but they're gonna play much differently this year. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think it's, it's, it's going to be Goron with the ball, and they're gonna have better shooters around, but they're going to be smaller shooters and they're going to have to play guards out bigs in, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we should also take into account that Goran came into last season out of shape. Bosch came in after a huge break from playing basketball. And he's going to do the same now. Hassan came in significantly worse than he ended up this season. So a lot of things change, especially since you all have possibly Josh or Tyler in the starting lineup. So it changes yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Dynamic- I think you need to look at more. You need to look at more going into the All Star break last year. The way they were playing, well, but they didn't have. They didn't have. They didn't have Chris. You know, uh, I said going into the All Star break, they did have Chris, right? And they were playing better with Hassan and Chris on the floor. But I I really think, like the having the conversation with Chris Bosh in the starting lineup. Is just a is a waste of a conversation. I I'm at that point personally. I do not think Chris Bosh will play for the Heat ever again. I don't think he'll play basketball ever again because if he's clear to play, if he's clear to play, he'll play for the Heat. But I don't think he'll ever be clear to play again. Just drop that take there. I'm rich. I dropped it like a like a dead fish, right in the middle of the podcast. What? But and if he doesn't play, that benefits him. I, I I personally think that the best case scenario for them. As a team, as an organization, is that he doesn't get cleared. Best thing no, the best case scenario is, scenario. Yeah. is the that they case, trade him, that they that somebody clears him and they don't want him and he leaves and they trade him. No, who's gonna this whole idea of trading Chris Bosch, like who is going to give up anything for Chris Bosch? You are the people that are telling me that they're gonna find somebody to take Tyler Johnson? And the, they can't Johnson find a tr- dude. Tyler Tyler Johnson was the reason we had to match Tyler Johnson because he was offered that by other teams. So other teams see that value in Tyler Johnson. One team saw that value, and they happened to be the Nets. Okay, that's all it takes. No team is, and that's see all the it value. takes for Chris Bosh. That's all it takes to move Chris Bosh. No one's going to see the value in blood clotty McBosh. If like somebody, it's not if, happening. If a doctor clears him, and the Heat don't think that's enough. But he got cleared by somebody. You don't think somebody no, if the, will take if it? The do- if a doctor clears him, the Heat can't prevent him from playing. Like, see, the thing is, these things are all mutually exclusive. If the, if a if a doctor clears him, he's playing for the Heat. If he's playing for the Heat, they're not trying to. They're not going to trade him. My, I'm telling you, there's no doctors that are going to clear him. That's what. That's my. That's my personal belief. Like, he is not going to get cleared to play. Every inclination that they've given us, or at least that he and us today think, is that it's looking like he'll play. So who? What him? inclination? And, and the, the Mickey Tweed and him, or do you, you just say that? No, what did the no Mickey chance. Tweed see? I see you at camp? Yeah, dog. You'll see Ethan Skolnick at camp. Like, seriously. Like, dude, like, it doesn't mean anything. None of it means anything. Because Chris Bosch is out there being all passive aggressive with Snapchats, 
shooting free throws. Like, look, I can play basketball, dude. I can I can do the same video Chris Bosh uh, did, but dude, no, you no can't. Contact. No, you can't. No, you, you can't, can't switch. Oh, cool. listen, I can edit it. Believe me, I can. I can. I can hoop <laughs> with edit it. Green screen. Yeah, I'll show myself releasing the ball and then switch. Like those Miami Heat practice videos, we can get into later. Because if you watch those videos, James Johnson doesn't miss a shot. But anyway. Let's go. Let's get past I, that. I, I will say that it's it, it's pretty eerily similar the way that we're seeing the disconnect between player and franchise, right? And you see player willing to do certain things and using certain media members to get that message across on top of wife being cheerleader, number one fan. This is what we're trying to do. Anyway. <laughs> And, uh, you know, so it's kind of tough to uh, not see those parallels. I'm kind of with Alfin that I think as we talk more about the team and about the future and about this upcoming season, finding ways to, to discuss it, removing Bosch from the equation may be the most prudent way to approach. That's just my opinion. We need to be talking about Derek Williams at the four right now. That's going to have a good year. That's, those are conversations that need to be had because Chris Bosch at the four. For the Miami Heat, it's not. I don't think it's going to be reality. Well, Jack, Jack wants Twizzle at the four. I want him everywhere. You want him to be like LeBron? He's he's going to be crashing the boards and just bringing it up himself, initiating offense from the top of the key. I can't wait. Have he's you guys seen work. like Jack's bat signals? Like when somebody says anything negative about Winslow, like people just start adding him. Like, hey, look over here. <laughs> <laughs> not all heroes wear capes, Jack. A thing that goes under the radar, though, is that I'm also a huge Josh Richardson fan, but nobody attacks Josh Richardson. Because nobody outside of Miami knows who Josh Richardson is. That's why. And and he can shoot, and people like to make fun of people who don't have pretty shots. Are you guys excited that Deion Waiters is going to get a lot of playing time for this team? Because that's happening. You shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. Kobe Wade. Get over it. How dare you? (laughs) Said Kobe Wade. I mean, what? It's going to be it's going to be TJ and him, sixth and seventh men, right? Can we get TJ out of here? Oh, shut up, Gianni. I mean, stop it, man. Did you see what Spo said? I don't care what Spose is. Spose is a lot of stuff. Gianni, when when Tyler's shooting forty four percent from three on five, get out of here. Game, what I'm do you gonna, want? I'm gonna make I sure you, you know it every day. I bet you a day. tab that he will not do that. Dude, I'll bet you go a Bullbar tab. Let's go. I bet you. I bet you a Bullbar tab for a night, and however long we last in there without dying. No, okay, okay. Real bet. I bet you Tyler Johnson shoots forty percent from three this year. Forty. Forty. How many shots? Okay. Huh? How many at shots? least, I mean, at least like four. He has to. He has to, qual- he has to qualify. He'll he make a hundred threes. He'll make a hundred threes on forty percent shooting. I don't know what pace they're gonna play at. I don't want to take that. But the forty, I'll oh, take the forty percent. I'll take the forty percent. Why do you bring nerd into every and because every he's discussion. saying a hundred threes? I don't know how fast they're gonna play. Leave me alone. What do you mean with pace? How about you just make a bet without a back? I'll take the forty percent bet. Who wants to make the forty percent bet? I'm doing it. Let's go. All right. What do you want to bet? A, a tab at a bull bar, obviously. Uh, uh, down, down. We we need a reason to go back. <laughs> no, we don't. I mean, we don't, but we we do. So another Martin's game. That place doesn't even have a door handle. <laughs> That's right. Like you just have like the door is kind of like open, and you have to like grab the side of the door and open it. It's good though, because Gianni represents a large part of the Heat fan base, because they would rather have 
uh, 14 point per game, 40 game played, 39% shooting. Dwayne Wade on a 39 what? win team. Hold on, wait, And a flourishing Slander. Tyler Johnson Slander. on a, a middle-of-the-road team because what of were those stats? feelings. Hold on, wait a second. Because of Lee. feelings. What were those stats? But, uh, the stats are not important as no, much no, no, as the no. What did you say Dwayne was going to be? I don't even think TJ will be that productive. Oh. 14 no, points per game, 41 no. games. He'll score under uh, that, but he'll play more and play better. No, he'll score under he that, and think. he'll be All like... Right. Of course, he's not going to... Okay, okay, yeah. let's stop. He's not going to be better than Dwayne Wade. Right? No, let's, let's calm down. That's what Leif's going to do. But for the that's next not, two years, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But for the next two years, when you could when you compare the contracts, yeah, it's it you get value. No, no, because those two years at the end are terrible. Okay. But if they're you on know, another team and not and Bosch didn't work, it's because of Dwayne. Oh. No, because Ooh. even if you look at the Goran lineups, and listen, I'm not the one saying that Dwayne's greater. Like he's still like amazing. Like I really like Dwayne Wade, and I have emotional attachment to him. But I'm not out here pretending that Dwayne is this ultra productive guy that they can't live without if they're gonna win. Like that's not my position on Dwayne. Like I, I know mean, that Dwayne's a great player still. He's very he's good, not, but he's, he's not, not like winning you like games he's not dwayne, winning championships anymore. dwayne was no. their best player last year no and they overachieved no but dwayne was definitely not what they did definitely last last season in the playoffs in the playoffs who was better than him in the regular season Hassan Hassan. Was better than oh, him he wasn't regular. what are you talking about in the regular season in the regular season, Hassan, Hassan had such fewer responsibility than dwayne so oh, of course whoa. Well, if you qualify it, you can do that with anybody. We can yeah. play that game I mean, all day. Yeah, really, Dwayne had to share his responsibilities with, with Goran. Like, it's not like no, Dwayne had like a huge Dwayne, load to shoulder. Dwayne, Dwayne had the high usage. I mean, Dwayne was the one that had okay, that's See, that's different than having a load to shoulder. Numbers. Yeah, Hassan was, respo- Hassan was was responsible for all Dwayne Wade's mess-ups on the perimeter and Ooh. just cleaning up all his crap. And now, listen, I am the biggest Dwayne Wade fan on this podcast, but D- Hassan was responsible for cleaning up a lot of Dwayne's mess, right? When he would gamble. And I'm not denying or he would that, just be that Hassan lazy. helped. Hassan helped. Hassan helped, but let's not pretend that for half the year, Hassan didn't know how to set a screen. Okay, right? but, but gee, why are we living in the past? Look at how Hassan played in the second half of the season. Of the he played playoffs. very, very He was well. a completely different player. Listen, second half, second half of the season, we all agreed, pay Hassan, right? Yeah, no, yeah. of course. Well, they made the right decision. Some of you guys were already set in the let Hassan walk boat. I was no, set once he elbowed both on the face. Back on the bandwagon. Oh, is that late? I definitely oh, flip-flopped. I flip flop. We all change our tune. I change my tune. I flip flop after I wrote about it. I own what what I changed. You know, at the minute Bosch went down, my view on that changed. If if Chris Bosch was 100% healthy, I don't think the best use of resources would be to give 96 million dollars to his Correct. right side. So things things change. My views have to change. Feel me, yo. I think. Uh, <laughs> feel me. <laughs> I want like to read my um, face. What? <laughs> Look at me in my face, dog. By the way, I think you could argue Dang was more important to the Heat offense at times. Yeah, also Dang. No, Dang was. I mean, they're gonna miss. Dang's gonna be irreplaceable. 
I don't know about irreplaceable. Hold on a second. You didn't even let me finish my damn sentence. <laughs> no, the first half was so dumb. You can't finish. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, okay. But you didn't let me finish what I was going to say. Lord, I Next season, that hole that he left, the small ball four who can shoot and defend. Winslow can do that. Just can't shoot. Hey, finish. Yeah, but he's why, did, why? Why are you so fixated on small ball fours having to be able to shoot? That's because true. That's, it's all predicated on that. That's how no, it works. No, it's not, man. Yes, because if not, you lose Dude. your advantage. No, you no, you don't. Because as long as other people can shoot, you create the space in other parts of the floor. If you have, if you have Winslow at the four, right? If he's not on the perimeter. Pulling the big out of the paint, if he's floating around in the paint, what you do is you bring the other big into the paint and you hurt your rebounding. There's wait, no wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. Here's my thing. You're saying the whole league is going to small ball fours. Yes. What other big are you talking about? I mean, at you could throw. Point, I mean, you act like teams don't have two bigs to throw at out this there. Point, the other big is Draymond Green, dude. Like, like that's what like, what Le- Leif is saying is not that you have to. The, the the small ball four doesn't have to be able to shoot. They just have to be a threat, right? And they have to be able to be play, to, to make plays to do different things on the floor. They don't have to be able to shoot threes, right? Because that's this other big like like. Did people need to pull Luol Deng out of the paint? Like you know, like it, it, that's what we're saying. Like the, the the way the game has changed, you have to have a threat at the four, not only a three point threat. threat. Yeah. Is Winslow a threat from out there? Like, are you scared of him? You keep saying out there. Because Leif, I mean, Alf. You a, guy vacate... who can make, a guy who can make plays is a threat. Understood, but if he needs to have the ball to make plays. And I think he's... A, I, listen, I sound so anti-Winslow. I think he's a really, really good player. I think he's going to improve. I don't think... Uh, uh, Jack, how old is he? 20, 22, 23? 20. 20-year-old 20 20 20 is going to improve his jump shot, and he's going to get, get to be a better offensive player. No doubt in my mind. I'm talking about for next year. Gee, did you just say that Justice needs the ball in his hands to make plays? No, no. That, we're talking yeah. about on offense. But you, I mean, even on offense. I mean, well, one of the things that's great about Justice on offense is that he's so active running around the court, Unders- setting picks, understood. being in the right position. Yes. Like. And he picks, and he goes to the rim, and he's not a good finisher. He picks, and he gets open. He's not a good shooter. He's twenty. Of, I understand that, but you can like fake, you can vacate it, 19. and you can give problems to Goran. But <laughs> what? What do you say? Jack probably hates me. No, I'm just gonna say this is all irrelevant when Hassan learns how to shoot three pointers this year. Oh, oh dude, can um, we like Andrew Bynum him? Like he's gonna be so no. good. Do you guys want to know what? No, no, no. I, I looked this up today and it was crazy. Hassan shot sixty percent on sixteen to twenty footers last year. I know it was good. It wasn't a lot of them, but it was enough where it was a noticeable sample. And it's like if he just steps back a few more feet, I don't think it's that big of a stretch. A lot of them were out of rhythm too. He wasn't taking like he would take them like just standing still for a while. And then when the big one get up on him, he would just shoot. Like, if he starts Maybe. taking them off, like, a pick and pop and stuff, it's going to be lethal. Check. Maybe he'll lead the league in scoring, guys. Scoring. I, I wanted to, because Gianni keeps saying that the league's moving to small ball, and I don't 
Uh, while that's kind of true, I think it's more about the leagues moving that you need shooters on the court at all times. And that usually tends to be guys that aren't seven-footers. So that's why I think the game's gotten a little bit small. But ultimately, you want guys that can shoot and you want guys that have length. And that's why, you know, whether you're talking about, you know, especially talking about Bosch, like, I really think they could find a way to make it work if you put a lot of shooters on the court. Like, it'll rip the, the, the problems that Gorn was having with Dwayne and things like that. Those things will, won't even be a problem anymore because he'll have so much space to operate. So we're I just going to act like Derek Williams isn't a bomb-ass shooter? <laughs> no, he's a finisher around the rim, man. Oh. I mean, unless we're just going to joke about him. Okay, honestly, I actually have not watched any Derek Williams, so. I think Derek Williams' talk is a good transition to uh, to our mailbag. Oh. Brian, Imogene? Welcome to a new segment we like to call the Heat Beat Mailbag. You've sent us your questions and hot takes using the hashtag MHBMailbag. Now it's our turn to give you our answers and tell you how wrong your opinions are. Is that Whittingham? Shout out to Harrison. (laughs) (laughs) Who read that, Brian? Some computer. Dude, that sounds awesome. It sounds like we're sounds like sounds like we're in bull bar, man. Can you hear the music? No, the best part about that is Johnny talking over the uh, the hashtag that you're supposed to use. To hashtag MHB mailbag. All right, hey, play it again without Johnny talking over it. No, I thought it was dope. All right, ready? Come on, DJ. Welcome to a new segment we like to call the Heat Beat Mailbag. You've sent us your questions and hot takes using the hashtag MHB Mailbag. Now it's our turn to give you our answers and tell you how wrong your opinions are. Wait, was like dancing in class. I can't breathe. <laughs> Alright, oh, let's start reading some tweets. <laughs> Ryan, had, Ryan had that on an 8-track tape. <laughs> oh, dude. So why won't Entercom provide high quality weekend programming? No, I'm seven night and ticket. Person needs to do the, the, the thing. Oh, where's my sound effect? This is the sound effect. Where is? Oh, it? was I the one that made the sound effect? That was just me eating pretzels. <laughs> do it, just do it, Chris. Just do, do it. You know the pretzel? Because I'm reaching into the mailbag. Okay, what what do I have in here? Um, oh, from at Alf nine five four. There's no way Dion Starter starts. Dion Waiters starts to call him Dion Starters. <laughs> was that? So when, when he becomes the starter, he's going to be Dion Starter. I'm so shocked this segment is going so well. There's no way Dion Starters. Why, why do I keep doing that? <laughs> keep next doing question. That. Yeah, I think we need to move on to that Alpha 954 asks good questions, man. Pick another one out of the bag. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. This one from Chris Posada at CPO Tweet Stuff. Bobar for first date. Yay or nay? Nay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go yay. I'm going to go yay. A lot of environment. You are the expert on this. A lot of really, really nice, friendly people at Bobar. Uh, they're very welcoming. Uh, they do ask for giving. drinks sometimes. Yeah, they're really nice. They're, they're giving, you know, giving women. Very giving people. Um, they act like they've known you forever. They don't care about anything. I, I think it's a good place to bring somebody. And anybody want to add anything? Alex? No. 
They don't check for IDs <laughs> if you're underage. That's no, that's They true. also don't have a door handle. They don't have a door handle, and they don't have gin, which, uh, that's a disclaimer. Uh, my suggestions are only order beer, order anything sealed, and if they offer you a lime, it's not sealed, don't take it. Also, probably some Purell. Also for what express. I, what I say if 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 a if a chick still digs you after you take her to bowl bar, just marry her. Not yes, keep her. Or get her tested. Alright, I'm reaching into the mailbag again. Um Okay. This one from at Fez Butter. I Lace, this is for you. What is a Denver Nuggets type player? Um What does the culture of Denver Nuggets bring out in a player? Because we know what a Miami Heat player is. What's there, a Denver? I mean, am I, I guess I'll answer this seriously because I'm. I've been called a sad clown on Twitter before because I take things so seriously. And a sound, uh, and a sound cloud rapper. I was about to say sound cloud rapper. <laughs> that too, and a wax sound cloud rapper, uh, which that's fair enough. Um, but that's not uh, true. Nobody knows what a Denver Nuggets player is, and that's exactly the point. All right. That was such a good plug for SoundCloud. This is all right. Uh, we'll read two more before uh, before we move on, and we'll come back to the mailbag later in the show. All right, I got to reach in the bag. Where's my Where's my bag? All right. Um, pencils everywhere. <laughs> this one from Ad Dos Minutos. What are the three best songs for the Hamilton soundtrack for Jack Alfonso? Oh, actually, I've been preparing for this. <laughs> a hard question. Do you have notes? I did take notes. Um, actually, <laughs> so I got my top two. First, I should preface this by saying every song on Hamilton is fantastic. Wonderful musical. Second, I would say top three songs on Hamilton. Considering music, choreography, lighting. Why are you answering this? Everything. Yeah, what did I miss? Then take a break. And then third, I'd say maybe the election of 1800. Colin Kaepernick is an American hero. <laughs> he is. Okay, last question before we get back to this. I gotta reach into my bag. I reach into my bag. I have to reach oh. into my bag! <laughs> Wherever it is. Okay. Still looking. Still looking. Still looking. Um. Okay, here's what's, here's a good one. From at Kevin Dasks, do you think the Cleveland Cavaliers will miss Matthew Dellafadova? Anybody? Desperately. Desperately. Uh, Jack thinks Alf? Who gives a shit? Who's going to give competition to Kyle Lowry? I mean, Kyrie Irving. Look. <laughs> I called, oh, wait. What did you call Kyrie Irving? Kyle Lowry. Well, I called the unwaiters the unstarters, so we're not doing much better over here. Jonathan honestly thinks TJ got his contract because of white privilege. He does. I'm not going to the mailbag here. anymore. We're done with the mailbag, Chris. No, he's just eating pretzels now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't breathe. Uh, what, me hating TJ? Because he's awful. It's not because he's awful. Oh, see? No, no, no. no, oh, no. Gosh, I mean, you, oh, no, wait a second. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up. Let's back up. It's fun watching you die a slow death, Gianni. <laughs> Back up. 
I don't think he's awful. I think he's a good young player. I think he's a plus defender. I think he's a good shooter. I think he's an okay ball handler considering his size. I just don't think the two back years of that contract are very good considering that they're going to have a lot of cap tied up those years. And I don't think that that contract's movable the last years because that's a lot of money. So, Christian, what's your favorite three-guard lineup? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, seriously, though? (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, I didn't ask. I'm a sad clown. I only ask serious questions. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Um, Definitely excited to see what Goran, Josh, and TJ looks like. No, so you're you're doing it wrong. TJ, Dion, and Goran. Can we call them starters from now on? Yeah, okay, Dion starters. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Or that honestly, dude, Dion Starters is only like 24 years old. Like, still very young. Like, listen, he played great in the playoffs. Oh, he played well. Nice start. I think they actually might have got him to come because they told him he's going to be featured starting. Then he will become Dion Starters. I hope they lied to him. Yeah, I hope they lied to him too. Like, if they told him that, I hope they're just like. You signed. You can't do anything. Listen, I'm I'm very stout in my Heat fandom, but I don't know how I can't root for a team that Deion Waiters is a starting shooting guard for. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know that they promised him a starting job. Let me rephrase that. It's more that they probably said to him, "You're going to have every opportunity to earn that spot, and you're not an automatic reserve player." That's that what, what I'm saying. Wait, Alf, is that where the Heat broke you? Like, just the Deion Waiters signing? No, the Heat. No, they haven't. They broke me with the Wayne Ellington signing because that's, that's. I just realized what what I, what we were, and what we are, and it's not broken. The Luke Babbitt I, signing I, was I've worse. Become, man. I've become less emotional about the players on the team, and more. I honestly, I've become way more, uh, a, way more devoted to the team itself. Ever since yeah. Wade left, I am I I am completely cold when it comes to these players. Alf, man, you got to look at this through a logical lens and trust the process. What, what process? This no, is I, no, I understand. The Luke, the Luke process. Babbitt process. <laughs> no, I understand everything that happened this offseason. I really do. Even but Luke that, Babbitt. No, I I understand Luke Babbitt. I get Luke Babbitt. Luke Babbitt makes sense. Stretch I, just, four. I can't get excited about Luke Babbitt. Stretch four. Right? No, of course not. I'm not excited about Luke Babbitt. I'm not excited about a lot of the guys on the team. I am excited about watching Miami Heat in a completely different manifestation. I'm excited about Goron being free with a bunch of guys that look like they're just going to run the floor like crazy. They may not be very efficient. It's not going to be the smartest basketball we've ever seen. Like, you know, the the stat nerds are going to go nuts watching Derek Williams shoot threes. Like, I get it. But I'm excited about watching the team. But honestly, I have no attachment anymore to the players. Like, I don't – that's why the whole Bosch thing. I'm just like, yo, let Bosch go. Like, like I don't care anymore. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I've turned cold-hearted. This has become a business to me. Who's I, well, you're becoming I, a better Heat fan. No, it's becoming sad. It's been it's sad. sad. No, it's sad. And, like, I mean, I know Leif's going to really disagree with me. Don't eat the damn pretzels anymore. Dude, Christian, do you know how loud your pretzel eating is right now? Like, do you have any idea? And it's going to crunch when he bites. Like, it's so loud. Like, I'm talking, and I feel like I'm in a bag of pretzels. I just ate the last one sober. Oh, put it aside when we do the mailbag. Put it aside, Alex. You've been quiet. Okay, Alex. We need to get your usage up. Okay, pretend that Dwayne's gone and you gotta have the ball more. He's looking like Tyler Johnson last year. Stop standing in the corner. 
Stand in the corner and shoot, damn it. I didn't understand any part of I that. I don't want to understand. I think he tried to defend Wayne Ellington. I don't want to hear anything. No, he, 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 no, I, I got him through the robot static. He was trying to say that he's happy that we took some of those random scrub heat killers off uh, off the streets, you know? Luke Babbitt is. He called, he called Luke Babbitt exciting. So pretty much just edit that out later. Because that was just that was hogwash and gibberish. You're in timeout because your mic doesn't work. We got five minutes left. We wrap it up. All right, we have five. Let's go, Brian. Come Welcome please. to a new segment we like to call the Heat Beat Mailbag. You've sent us your questions and hot takes using the hashtag MHB Mailbag. Now it's our turn to give you our answers and tell you how wrong your opinions are. <laughs> I wish we could publish like little videos. Everyone's dancing. Jack's lights are flashing. <laughs> This is the best idea we've ever had. Just retweets. Okay. Uh, first question. Uh, where's my mailbag? Where's my, <laughs> my mailbag? Where is it? I can't find it's my playing. mailbag. Okay. First thing in the bag is... Okay. Uh, at MFR24 says, Why won't Intercom provide high-quality weekend programming to at 790 the ticket? Hashtag keep it to 790. That's a, that's a good question. I don't know if you can say we're a high quality after today. Uh, well, today has yeah. not been the best evidence of that. But however, we do provide high quality heat analysis. And also, if you listen to us on iTunes, please leave a review. Uh, I'm not even telling you to leave a five-star review. Just leave a review however you feel because we don't have many. And uh, we want we want more reviews. So if you can write one. And it's under us, five stars. I mean, it'd be nice if you give us five stars. And you'd, yeah. you'd kind of be like a jerk if you didn't give us five stars. But freedom. All right. Back Next into the one. mailbag. I said back into the mailbag. I didn't answer the question. Okay, Alf. No, Alf feels entitled to that question. Okay, Alf. Coming up this season, you might hear me on Saturdays with the Beast, maybe. Saucy <laughs> Nugget. Man, it sounds like someone drained the life out of him. Did you hear that? Alf or Brian? No, Alf. Like, yeah. No Next question. <laughs> I've, been, I've been neutered. <laughs> I got, I got a good one for Christian, I think. Uh, I got to go in my mailbag, though. I threw the pretzels out. Wait, what do you mean? How do you know you have a good one for Christian if you haven't gone into the mailbag? I have a yet? feeling. I have a feeling. Yeah, the illusion's kind of destroyed now. Can, can we just continue on? I really got to go. Okay, well, last one, last one. Who do you want in the 10-man rotation? What do you think it'll be? That's a basketball question. Um... <clears throat> uh, Ten men. I guess it really depends if Bosch ends up playing. Um, if we assume Bosch plays, it gets, I guess, harder actually. Um, assume but... no Bosch. Assume no Bosch. Assume no Bosch. Okay, you're looking at Drogic, uh, Richardson, Winslow. Do they Derek start Winslow Williams. at the four? Derek Williams at the four, probably right. Derek Williams and then Hassan. You got Willie Reed backing him up with TJ Ooh. and Dion coming off the bench. Dion what? Starters. Starters. And I'm inclined to think that James Johnson is going to get playing time Babbitt? over Wayne Ellington. What about Luke Babbitt? You got the eight right. And the First, ninth versatile four man. If well, I, list, I listed nine with Beno James Udry. Johnson. Beno. No, Beno. Yeah. Beno is situational. Banal's no, breaking case of emergency. Yeah, I feel like Banal's like one of the veteran guys on the team now, but like not really much else other than and, that. And I know Brian has to go because we have homework and stuff, but just like a quick aside, think about how 
like, and I know it's an intangible, and I usually hate these things, but think of the lack of leadership on this team in terms of like veteran presence. Like, other than UD, before they signed Udri, it was just UD, right? Like all these other Goran's guys. Thirty. Winslow, man, Winslow. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't think anybody thinks of Goran as a locker room leader. You know what I mean? Like, it was. Nah, that's going to be one. That's a big part of what he's going to grow yeah. into. No, and I'm sure this is going to help him mature, not just as a player, as a person. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So, uh, I mean, no, go late. Nah, nah, it, never mind. Let's let's wrap. Nah, it up. God, you know you had a take, you give it. Okay. Yeah, I was just gonna say there's a reason why all these people are projecting him on the Olympic team in four years. Who's who's projecting him on the Olympic team? Hassan. Wait, wait who's projecting uh, like, Olympic teams already? Free Colin Kaepernick. I'll, I'll I'll link you to the articles, but people have just said that Winslow's the type of guy that would end up at the end of the bench on the next Olympic team. Pop would like and, him. Pop would like him. You know, it has a lot to do with his character. So anyway, wrap it up. I actually think Hassan should have, I mean, not. I, I guess, Brian, do we have time for a two-minute aside on the Olympics? No. Just go. <laughs> Just go. Don't even ask. Okay. No, no on, honestly, quick aside. Uh, Free other Kaepernick. Than, other, than, other than the fact that I don't think that they picked the best team. Like guys like Millsap being left out is just like ridiculous. And just the roster construction was like, and I, I think it kind of shows a bit of the dip in talent that we're facing in the NBA now. Like now that these 2003 guys and then the, the early nineties, the f- where did sure. this come from? Like, Dude, you were out here throwing Jimmy <laughs> Butler and the Olympics and Kyle what are Lowry. You doing? What is wrong with Jimmy Butler? God. Dude, Jimmy Butler cannot be like one of your biggest stars. Like Christian Leitner played in every single Dream Team game. Yeah, they were winning by J- Jimmy Butler didn't really play that much. Yeah, anyway, he did. I gotta go, y'all. Right, I gotta right, go, right. y'all. Go Heat. Oh, Paul Millsap, USA Olympic basketball. Team. Paul Millsap is better than like. Oh, that's worse than cursing. 